For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts. On the front of the paper this morning, they're telling us the average worker will have over €1,000 back in their pocket through tax cuts uh, and one-off costs of living payments as a result of next week's budget, according to Leo Varadkar. Leo V on the wheels of steel. Is there an election coming up by chance, I wonder there, Leo? We're trying to sweeten us up there. Anyway, if it happens, it's good news. But uh, this is weird, very strange. A man held his own funeral the other day. Sorry, what? Uh, while he was still alive. What? What? Sp- a Spanish fellow uh, was digging, dug his own grave on his farm in Spain where he was born, ordered his coffin, said farewell to his friends and family, and then was buried underground. They even brought in the local priest and locals, all his friends and family, turned up for his funeral and read out eulogies and tributes and they, they stood over the grave even though he was alive, buried alive. He wanted to experience death. My brain hurts. He wanted to feel what it was like to be alive and experience death. And then he stayed underground for an hour. They, they threw the soil in on top of the coffin. How did he breathe? How could he breathe? I don't know. He Maybe he brought a little gas tank down with him or something, but he was down there for one hour. They put him in the coffin filled it over and then dug him back out he said when he came back out he had a renewed sense of life and family he said it was the best thing he ever did weird very strange he told Spanish TV my friends spoil me it was wonderful I enjoyed it immediately, immensely well, what was that <laughs> I enjoyed it immensely <laughs> Uh, when Again, they co- what was that? When they, when they covered me, I was left in the dark. I could hear the shovels of dirt oh landing my. on the coffin, the plop of soil dropping on, the rocks and stones hitting the coffin. For a second, I was gripped by panic. But it came and went away, and then I started to relax. And then I started to enjoy it. Okay, that's, but this is really odd, Casey. He said, I wish I could have stayed there longer. Oh, this guy's a... Is he uh, nihilist? He just wants he wants he wants everything to end. He said he could hear the eulogies from loved ones and the sobbing and the tears. He became very emotional. Hang on, there was people sobbing. They, 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 he wanted the funeral experience, so he wanted people to think that he was gone. So just get, got a load of actors in, then is it? And people got over emotional being I'd there, be laughing. Yeah, wouldn't you if that was one of your bodies? Did? Get out of the coffin, you gourmet! <laughs> wouldn't you be laughing though? You would. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Like I mean, what if you'd, you'd be worried like that? Maybe. What if he did actually pass away in the coffin while he was there? That's well, the old, I suppose so, yeah. Ultimate irony. <laughs> Afterwards, I was born again. I wanted to continue living for another 30 years. Now, as, as strange as that is, what if he's onto something? No, he's not. What if this, there's an opportunity? I'm, I'm always looking for money making Go opportunities. Go on, come on then. I'm just saying. Yeah, a near-death experience, this is it? near-death experience experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a thousand euro, we will bury you for one hour and put on a macchia kind of a funeral for you. Yeah, I'd I, rather eat my coat. I'm telling you. Would, you, be, would you do it? Might be an interesting experience. I am wickedly claustrophobic, though. So am I. I'd see. lose my life if I was locked in a in a, in a casket. You Just know? even the thought of being buried alive mm. makes me gasp for air. I know. You wouldn't be gasping at much air if you were underground. But anyway, he's okay. He's out. And life is good. Thank goodness. Live your life. All right. Red FM Breakfast with KC. All the latest things. On a scale of 1 to 10, 
Yeah. It's a 15 on your love for pizza, right? Oh, my. Oh, yeah. It would be my, definitely be my last meal. Yeah. Yeah. I, and some people say it's just posh cheese on toast. <laughs> I disagree, my friends. I disagree. Uh, pizza. They think it started in, in Naples in Italy in the yeah. 18th or early 19th century and it, it just happened by accident. Wasn't there something about the Americans there as well? Did they, there was some kind of, they, they stole a recipe or else? Oh yeah, it was introduced to America like 100 years later yeah. or whatever it was. And then look, you know the industry that's out there now. Uh-huh. What is, there's a place in town, there's a load of them popped up. They do do it by the slice. They're just down. Yeah, the, Fast Owls. Fast Owls. And, and by the way, it yeah. is gorgeous. And that place in the Marine Market as well, the yeah. Oak, Oak Fire Pizza Beautiful as well. pizza as well. There's, there's a oh. load of amazing pizzerias in Cork. What's your topping? Oh, let me see. It's got to be pepperoni, loads of cheese, yeah. and a little bit of crispy bacon, and I'm happy oh, out. Oh, bacon yeah. on the top. Yeah, nice, nice. nice. How many how many pizza slices would you munch through in your lifetime, according to this? In your lifetime? Yep. Uh, oh, my, well, I love pizza. It's got to be close to a 1,000, I'd say. 5,000 slices what? in your adult's lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I believe it, you know. Well, this is if you devour at least a pizza a week. Mm. I, w- I wouldn't have it a week. I'd have it maybe once a month. I'd have it. I'd probably have it twice a month. I'd yeah. say five thousand slices in a lifetime. That's pizza hounds. But to, to make tonight pizza night now, when you're, I love pizza. When you're, when you're, you've mentioned that a few times. You really do love it. I don't really you? love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right to eat it for breakfast too on a Friday, isn't it? It tastes really nice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And they say it's nice the next day as well. All right, that's some good news. Uh, yeah. More good news for you this morning on a Friday. The average worker will have about a thousand euro in their back pocket through tax cuts and once-off budget living payments. Right. That's according to the papers yeah. this morning. Again, there's a... I smell... A bit of showboating. I smell a budget. I smell of uh, an old election coming up there. Uh, yeah. Can, can you get that? The smell? only thing I'd say is, I think, and this is just from all my years of working in news, when that stuff is kind of leaked before the budget... Generally true. Yeah. 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 Nine times out of ten. It's this is the this is them sprinkling sugar on the donut. Yeah. You know, is, we yeah. are the donuts. We, we pay all the tax <laughs> yeah. and they sugar us every now and then. Sometimes they lick us and leave us down. <laughs> other times <laughs> they times, just take a bite. Yeah, other times they take a bite out of us. And other times we're just left to rot in a press <laughs> and thrown in a skip. That is the best government analogy I could possibly come it's up with for you. It's pretty good, you know. And if you're a couple who met the traditional way, yeah. if you were brave enough, like I was, to approach somebody in a nightclub and go, how are you fixed? Um, oh, is that you, how it happened, Casey? You're happier couples. People that are meeting online and getting married through dating apps are the only happiest people out there in relationships. I don't know if that's true now. It's true. Researchers from Arizona State University in the US say the couples who met on dating apps are unhappier in their marriages than people who meet in the real world. And the results support an online dating effect, particularly showing that people who meet online are harder to please and harder to keep happy. Because you're, com- you're coming from this digital intake of everyone else's life is better than yours and I should be over here and I should be over there and there's a lot of distraction. Yeah, okay, yeah. And that's that's uh, the thinking behind it. We met ours the old school way, so. Yeah. You, you threw a kestrel up into the air with a note attached to its foot. Come hither, my love. I hardly did that now, did I? We you met should have done it. We met in the uni bar. Oh, sorry, I've crashed you with, uh, with a bit of Dermot Kennedy. That's all right. You met in the uni bar. My story's not important, is it, Katie? It's very important. Well, obviously it's not. Not as important. Not if you're crashing it with a song. Dermot is more important to Dermot. <laughs> Lately I've been living in a dream. That's the sport with free now. Big weekend. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. It's a huge weekend. Rugby fans, uh, how are you feeling about the Scotland game? I like, I'd be going into it quietly confident, but 
A lot of people are saying Scotland are going to put in the performance of their life. This is the biggest game ever for them. Well, Ireland have won their last eight competitive games against the Scots. Yeah. Um, Scotland, though, are going to be fired up, as you said. They know what they need to do. Yeah. They need to beat Ireland. Um, that's it. And th- here's the thing about it. If we get beaten, don't we need... If we get beaten uh, by... There's a bonus point something that can kick us out of the tournament. I, yeah. I don't know how it exactly plays if out. If Ireland lose without uh, scoring bonus point, uh, they'll be out. If they lose with a try bonus point and score more than 20-something points, you will be okay. South Africa will be out. Okay. Wow. So there's a slim possibility South Africa could be out tomorrow, but it's yeah. pretty slim. Ireland are going to beat Scotland. All right. CJ Stander, one of the greatest to ever put on the oh Munster and Ireland jersey, was in here chatting to us the last day. Uh, the full podcast. And you can check out on the big red bench this weekend Saturday evening with Rory mm-hmm. uh, that's coming up for you this weekend but we asked him about Scotland and how he feels about the whole thing we've got Scotland this weekend um, what are your thoughts on that game going into it Scotland's playing well yeah. uh, I think they're firing very very well and that's probably leading from the Six Nations where they've actually they've kept on building um I think it's going to be a completely different game in the sense that uh, it's going to be a 3-6-9 penalty game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to, both teams are going to take the opportunities. And I think um, if you probably put your money in, my money is always always in, on, on Ireland. Um, as I said before, they asked me to uh, leave the country when I came out last week and said, um, if South Africa and Ireland play against each other, I'm Irishman. So uh, yeah. I got deported for six weeks. But, uh, <laughs> a little at your back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, um, but uh, it's going to be a tight game, uh, oh. way tighter. It's probably a, you're going to see a classic Six Nations game, yeah. uh, counting down to penalties. And again, um, for me, the biggest thing is just to get through that, get the win, obviously, and then uh, don't carry. Well, hopefully, not carry too many injuries going mm-hmm. into the quarters. Doesn't matter who you play. Yeah. So I talked about a couple of players. One of those being Johnny Sexton and the impact he's had on Ireland as a whole. But in this World Cup, he hasn't played for six months because of injury and suspension, and he hits the ground running. He's just an incredible competitor that's the word competitor straight and I think what he, he's probably evolved in the last few years into a leader and a very good leader as well um, he's a guy that wants the best out of himself and sometimes probably uh, earlier on he, he kept pushed people hard but now he's actually pushing the whole squad and you can see that and he, it looks like he's probably involved with uh, a lot of decision making off the field as well and it's great to see that a guy at that age can just come straight in and play mm-hmm. one of, some of his best rugby. Uh, biggest thing for me is, is he's enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see him, I saw him before the game, the South African game. He's taking in every moment. Uh, it's, I, when I made my decision, it's almost that you, uh, that I wanted to retire, that you go into a moment of clarity when you go into the pitch because you know that there's 10 or 9 or 2 or 1 left. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that I regret is if, in my career is that I, uh, well, if I had that feeling earlier on, you know, every time I walk into the piece to enjoy it, because I tell you what, it's a, it's a great, great honour, but it's a privilege to be, be on to representing your country, but your club as well. Yeah, and he retired so young, 30 years of age. Yeah, we asked him, did he have any regrets? Yeah. Like when he sees lads run up for the World Cup, he's like, no, my body wasn't able for it. He just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, CJ Stander, we'll hear from more of him later on, and again on the big red bench this weekend, but it's... Uh, I think it's going to be a cracker of a game Saturday. 25 to 8 Friday morning. How do you feel about 51,000 euro in your bank account? Coming up. This is Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork's Vic, we started talking about this earlier on this morning. Yeah. Okay, so I brought you just a little throwaway story. A man over in Spain held his own funeral a couple of days ago. Yeah. What he decided to do, he on his farm that he owns... 
he dug a grave, bought a coffin, and wanted to experience what it was like to be buried alive. But he also wanted to experience what it was going to be like to have his own funeral. And I don't know, was he a little bit tapped or whatever? Uh, but like, I'd say so, yeah. But his name is Victor Amelia. He said farewell to his friends and family, went underground to experience death. He said the stunt gave him a renewed vigour for life. They brought a priest around. They yeah. did the eulogies, the blessings. The whole shebang. Friends and family were standing over, weeping over the coffin as the <laughs> coffin was lowered into the ground. He said the thing he remembers about it most is lying in the coffin, complete darkness, hearing the slaps of soil on the on the coffin as they shovel loads of dirt was thrown on top of him. <sighs> but he went down there and he stayed down there for only one hour. That was enough. Right. Now I thought that was that was crazy enough. It is crazy. And then Seamus from yeah. the Neil Prendival show. How are you, horse? How are you going? Hey, Seamus. <laughs> Sends me a message going, that's nothing. Yeah. This has happened in Cork. <laughs> this happened is in not. Cove, better city. In, in Cove. Great things come yeah. out of Cove, Vic, don't they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> up the road from you. Up the road from me. This is crazy, this story. Tell me, tell me about Tim Hayes. Uh, Tim Hayes, affectionately known in Cove uh, as the Coffin Man. Right. Wow. Yeah. Um, on Christmas Day, 1966, he uh, said goodbye to his mother after having the Christmas dinner, the plum pudding, the whole lot, yeah. and decided to walk off up the road and be buried alive. Um, there were a few people around. He tried to break world record. Yeah, uh, There was a pipe connecting the coffin. Now, the coffin was bigger than a normal coffin, so he could move around. A bit more space, yeah. A bit more space. He uh, brought down a few books to read, <laughs> like uh, Dracula. Oh, and, my, what? <laughs> and uh, The Beautiful Coffin. Yeah. And um, he ended up staying down there for a hundred hours. What? That is incredible. Like, what, they got to four and a half days? Oh, my. It's even... Uh, it, it, it attracted more and more crowds and his mother said uh, in an interview that uh, she died a hundred times <gasps> of while course, he was down yeah. there um, but now, what, what about food and toilets and all of that kind of stuff so, so many, many questions well we have Tim there okay. on the hot keys he'll tell you but poor old Tim passed away in 2005 yeah. uh, but he was uh, well known around town he used to go into the Heritage Centre and sit down and watch his video because there's a video of him being buried alive there in the Heritage Centre. That's Center. crazy. Have a listen. Here we go. Tim, are you happy down there? Tell me, what does it feel to be down there with people talking to you from the surface? Oh, lovely. I'm that happy now if they put a cops in alongside me, it wouldn't worry me. Any feeling of loneliness? No, not a bit in the world. Well, what about claustrophobia, Tim? Does this worry you? No, that... No, never did. Tim, one of the things you told Newsbeat earlier was that you were looking forward to the sound of the earth and the stones hitting the coffin as they buried you. Did you find that this was quite as pleasant as you expected? Oh, yes, I was looking forward to it. It was, it was lovely to hear it pumping off of the lid. Do you have any doubts whatever, Tim, that you'll make this record? No, no, I know I'd make it. Tim, you know Newsbeat is a program that concentrates to some extent on getting public toilets for people. What about your problems down there? Oh, they're okay. Everything has worked out better than I expected. If the committee left me stay here for a week, I'd stay here. By the time the existing record of 100 hours had been equaled, there were thousands in Ballymore to applaud the achievement. 
that is absolutely crazy. And in the background, you can hear the Debenhams protesters who were, <laughs> <laughs> who, were, who were there from back in the day. Oh, listen. That's yeah. a, that, we, we still didn't get a conclusion, though, as to how he did it. You know, uh, yeah. We may never know. Uh, oh there was God. another guy who attempted it. I think he was a tip guy That's living right. in London. And, yeah. uh, Vic, you might have a bit Yeah, born, Mike Meany was his name. He was, he was a 33-year-old builder. Uh, yeah. And he was buried alive in Kilburn in London for 61 days in the 1960s, helped by a Kerry-born publican called Butty Suguru. Oh, my God. The that hair is, of a minute. Would you it yourself, uh, Casey? I, I, do you know what? I, I was talking to Vic about yeah. this off here. I think I could do it yeah, for an hour. Well, really? I, I could do it for an hour if... If I had all, everything set up and I knew... I'm sure the no, good people in the car can rally behind you. I was going to say, we'll soon sort that out for you if you really want to do you, it. We could get you measured up, there's no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no knee factors, you'd leave me there. <laughs> yeah. There's no way we'd ever do oh, that, I, Casey. We've never? Nah, you never. Promise? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. You, you bring me never, back up? Never, never. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Beyonce. Pull it up, cuff it up. Thank you. It's time for Friday Morning Riddle Wars. Oh. The Battle of the Brains. Let's find out what you're made of this morning. This is Rory versus Victoria. Now, you can play along in your car, play along at home. If you think you know the answer to a riddle these guys get stuck on, swoop in. Okay. Might organise a little fancy down prize for you. Might not. Might, you know, we'll wait and see. All right. Ladies first, I think, Rory. I think that's fair. <laughs> Fr- do, yeah. Friday morning riddle wars. Is there uh, a forfeit go. for this, actually? There is a forfeit. Oh, hang on a second. Yeah. And the forfeit is uh, the loser makes tea for the opposite person for the entire week of next week. Hang on a second. On we both drink a lot of tea. Tea what? duties. How do you know it's going to be me? How do you know it's going to be me? I'm not saying it's going to be you. He's glaring at me through the window like I'm, it's going to be me I'm making the tea. I'm trying to psych you out. We'll see, Rory. Okay, we'll Vic. see. He's doing Razzy mind games. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, go on. Ladies first. What is Luffic. Okay, what is ten letters? And needs fuel to start. Ten letters and needs fuel to start. Ten letters and needs fuel to start. Yes, my friend. Mm, tractor? No, that's not ten letters. Yeah. What has ten letters? Oh, oh autom- automobile. It's one in the bag. Yes! Oh, man. Yes. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, Rory, let's go. Uh, okay. What belongs to you but is used by everybody else? What belongs, belongs to, to me? Oh. Yeah. But is used by everybody, everybody else. else. Yeah. Okay. Belongs to you. It's yours. Everybody else uses it, though. Come on, man. Oh man. Five seconds. Stumped. He's stumped. Do you want to help him out on WhatsApp here? Oh eight six eight one zero four one zero six. I can't make tea all week. Yeah. What belongs to you, but is used from everyone else. I will allow you one. Uh-huh. One person will step in for you. Okay. Would Wait. you like? Would you yeah. like? Uh, let's see who we got. We got Craig Doyle's answer here. Go yeah. on, Craig. Don't let me down, buddy. Come on, Craig. Craig is saying your name. Is it your name? Do you want to take that? I'm going to go with it. Okay, it's correct. Well done. Thanks, Craig. Craig, save the day. Vic, you can call in one listener as well, by the way. Okay, Okay, thanks. All right, Riddle Wars. Victoria, what gets wet while it dries? What gets wet while it dries? Come on. What gets wet? Hair? Uh, Hang on. What gets wet while it dries? What gets wet? A towel? Um, You nailed (gasps) it. A towel! (laughs) A towel! I knew it. You did. Well done. Let's go. Okay, Riddle Wars, let's go. Uh, over to you. <laughs> Rory, name a word that starts with F and ends with U-C-K. Okay? <laughs> starts with F and ends with U-C-K. Can you give me your words, please? Yes. Well, he can, but he's not. It's not the one you're talking 
It's got to right. be another word, so. Let's go. Forklift truck. Oh. Oh. Forklift truck. That's a good truck. guess, you know. Do you know what? You're right, buddy. You're Yay! right. Yes. <laughs> I, or, or you can say fire truck. I was looking for fire truck. Well done, buddy. All right. Trust wow. Me. Vic, you can still call in a listener. Okay, okay. What, what is legs but cannot walk? A table, a chair. A, a chair is correct. Yes. Why is Vic getting easy ones? She's telling me she's useless I'm at this. I'm not getting easy ones. I'm just clever. <laughs> Riddle right. Wars. Rory, what is always in front of you but can't be seen? Your nose. That's a very good answer. Yes! I'm going to give it to you. Yes! The correct answer is the future. Okay, well, then he didn't get it right. Well, he's right, though. No, your he's nose, not, though. Your nose is yeah, a front... he's not, though. Oh, no, it's getting technical. You're not, though. You know what I mean? What do you mean I'm right? You're a cheat. How? You're a cheat. How? That's not the answer. It's an answer. It might be a good answer, but it's not the answer. Hey, lads, 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 chill. It's only tea. Listen. You're going to beat me up after this segment. Someone has to make tea for Okay, what, what is always in front of you but can't be seen? The answer I have here is the future, but your nose is kind of correct. Yeah, but it's not the right answer, though. I gotta give it to him, Victoria. I gotta give it to him. Okay, over to you. <laughs> right, you better be you better be giving me an easy one here now. Victoria, what kind of room has no doors or windows? What kind of a room has no, no doors, doors or, or windows? windows? Come on. What kind of a room? That kettle is boiling. It's whistling in the background. What kind of a room has no doors and windows? Why is he pointing at himself at like the window? Jamie's helping you out. Do you want to go to Jamie? Yeah, Jamie. Jamie's oh, Jamie. Jamie's saying mushroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, mushroom. Correct. Oh, clever. All right, gee, lads, this is very Thanks, close. Thanks, Jamie. Rory, what is a ring with no finger? <laughs> Can you repeat the question, please? What is a ring with no finger? What has a ring with yeah. no finger? With no finger. Oh, I think I know this one. Come on. Got to gotta hurry you along, lads. Pop quiz to do. What has a ring with no finger? Yeah. No. No idea? No. You're I'm gone. Past the a telephone. Oh, telephone, telephone, yeah, lads. Okay. That's, that's... I was going to say key ring. Fixing the lead. How many months have 28 days, Victoria? I need a quicker answer. How now. many months have 28 days? You can help out on WhatsApp. Um, oh, no, you've used your WhatsApp. Or, no. Sorry. I've used my WhatsApp. How many months, months have 28, 28 days? days? Yeah, let's well, go. Well, it's a riddle, so I'm not, it's not just going to be the months then that have 28 days. But sure, all months have 28 days. It's correct, Whoa! Victoria. <laughs> all right. Yeah! Let's go. What is a he- Rory? What is a head, a tail, and no body? Quickly, you need to pull one back here, buddy. What is a head and a tail and no body? <sighs> gotta gotta press you on this, buddy. Head on on uh, Fish, on, on WhatsApp on head. WhatsApp. What have we got? What is it again? What is a head? Oh, I know a, it. I think I know and it. And a tail and has no body. Okay, what are we going for? I know it. It's dancing in celebration already. I know it. I, 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 no. You're gone. It's over. The game is over. Victoria Can I guess? Go Can I guess? Yeah. Coin. Coin. Yes. yes. Correct. Absolutely crazy. And buddy, all I can say to you is here, I hope you have better look at the radio awards tonight. Thanks. <laughs> as, you, as you represent Cork on the National Radio Awards sports stage, this could be your second... Horrific defeat of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Vic. I was beaten by a worthy Oh, adversary. You're making me tea for a week next week. Tea for a week, baby. Hello, Joel Curry, a legend. How are you? Oh, good morning, mate. Yeah, I'm great. It's, um, I'm feeling great. And uh, thanks for chatting to me. Yeah, listen, new single Drinking is out today. Um, I'm not going to ask you, what was the inspiration behind the title? Is that your uh, your non-stop party lifestyle at the moment? Do you know what? The truth is, I'm actually like pretty boring. People think like, yeah. I'm a DJ, I'm living like this big party lifestyle. But the truth is, 
Usually after a DJ set, I'm back at mine cooking chicken and rice, running a bubble bath and watching a bit of Dragon's Den. <laughs> really? That's the, that's the rock and roll lifestyle the... you should be living, man. Uh, because, you're, like, I mean, you're, you're a fitness fanatic. Um, the, the clubbing lifestyle and the fitness end of things generally don't go hand in hand. But you, you seem to have got the perfect balance of it all. Yeah, I mean, that is the thing, is having a balance. Look, I love I love going out. I love um, seeing my favourite DJs. And every now and again, it's good to let your hair down. But fitness is a yeah. huge part of my life. And it's not just the physical benefits I get from my fitness. It's also the mental benefits. It helps me stay on point and be productive in all areas of my life. So, yeah, it's about keeping that balance and being disciplined as well when I'm touring to make sure that I try and stay as healthy as possible and get my workouts in on the road. Listen, you've hooked up with MK. What an absolute legend. Mm. He would have been massive in Cork uh, in the 90s. Are you familiar with a club called Sir Henry's? No, I'm not. No, tell me about it. You would have, you would have missed the madness of that era. It was like it was one of the most renowned house clubs in the world. MK had a load of tunes back in the day that are that are renowned Cork classics. So for you to be hooking up with him on this, it's a, it's 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 a big deal. Uh, well, MK is a legend in the game. You know, I've been playing his records since I was a teenager. This drinking record, you know, was one that I sent to him that I started working on, and he loved it. And I was like, wow, we finally got one, and you know, the song's finally out, and and it's been great working with him on it. Is it a case that you? know just pick up the phone to anybody you want to collaborate with because you're the menu on the new album is insane i mean you've got tom grennan in there mnek rita's on there i mean is it you are you just picking and choosing who you want to work with now <laughs> oh no not at all you know it's normally me like sliding into everyone's dms and being like hey <laughs> um, that's how it works <laughs> and sometimes you don't get a reply and sometimes you do you know but um I always, I'm always the one that's normally sliding in and asking. But that's what you got to do. You got to knock mm. on doors and try and create those opportunities for yourself. I've always kind of had that mindset. And and um, you know, when I work with somebody, um, it's it's always an organic thing as well. It's I've normally like chatted to them a little bit and sort of started a friendship and a relationship and and, and gone from there. A uh, question I've always wondered about you: Are you related to Harry Curry, the bedding and curtains people? No, I'm not. What? <laughs> <laughs> You know the chain of shops across the UK. I thought maybe he got a rich uncle or something, and he's 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 bankrolling this big lifestyle. You know, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, you've played over in Cork a couple of times. I don't know if you're uh, familiar with in Cork City. Uh, Cork City is split into two. If you're from the south side, you're a sorry. You've got a tune called Sorry. Oh. If you're from the north side, you're a Nari. The next time we fly you into Cork, we need to rebrand you as Joel Nari. Okay. So just be prepared, be, be prepared for that when it happens. It's got a ring to it, so I've gone from Joel, Joel Corey to Joel Nori. Yeah, it just works out, man. I mean, you you find fame uh, doing what you did back in the day to work in to become like this this banger monster of hit after hit, one of the biggest DJs in the world, one of the most in-demand DJs. You walk into your house and it's just plaque after plaque after plaque on the walls of all your sales. You, you go into your bedroom, it's designer gear all over the place, and still Joel Carey, you're still dropping bags of sh- bags of washing over to your mum's house. <laughs> That's what I love about it, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> honestly, I've just accepted that I'm just no good at using the washing machine. Um, I've got an yeah. apartment in Ibiza, and um, I thought, you know what, this summer I am going to, you know, work out how to do my own washing and get it done, but that, <laughs> and it's not happening. I still fly back and give it to my mum, so... But okay. my mum loves it. It's it, I feel like my mum feels like that's her like role in my in my sort of like career. <laughs> I 
always getting my washing yeah. done. And also, every time we go over there, we have a nice catch up on Sunday roast. So it works. <laughs> That's great. So I, I presume you've bought her something nice for for all the, for washing all your dirty jocks. Then, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually um, flew her out to Ibiza for a holiday and um, got her like a, a lovely hotel for the week. Um, Oh, mate, it was so amazing, right? I was playing at Yashwai that week with Tiesto, and my mum came to Yashwai with me. Listen to this, right? My mum was yeah. front row in the crowd at Yashwai when I was DJing, watching me, and I was like, this is the most surreal experience ever, and um, she had the best time. And then the next night, she came to see me at IB for Rock, so my mum's, like, become a proper IB for Raver now. <laughs> she, she's into the tunes, yeah? Oh, she loves the tunes i think her favorite tune is she loves bed that's one of her favorites um she yeah. loves all my tunes like all the other of all course. the other records i play in between my records she's like ah, whatever but when 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 one mine comes on she's like yes <laughs> listen man it's so good to talk to you thanks for your time best of luck with a brilliant new album the brilliant new single we're gonna play it very soon and uh joel curry nice to talk to you man uh so great to chat to you thanks for having me on and then i'll see you soon mate big love your new way to wake up in court FM Breakfast with KC. Let's get some money. Red FM Breakfast with KC. Money. Show me the money. This is the 1,000 Euro Pop Quiz. Good morning, Tom. How are we? Morning, Katie. How are you? Tom's an Aston Villa fan. Sorry for your troubles, man. It's, uh, I mean... You've been doing all right. Where are they now? Uh, they're doing okay uh, yeah. until they met Liverpool. Oh, dear. We've never we've never been so happy, to be honest. We've got a good coach for James. <laughs> yeah. We're doing better than United, so it's all good. Oh, yeah. listen. Yeah, that's true. That's listen. true. Who's, who's your star player with Villa? Uh, best player at the moment is probably Douglas Luiz. Okay. And it's, it's hard for him, in fairness, because Steven Gerrard was there for so long taking away everything they knew so at least now there's someone teaching them again yeah yeah. Um, was Declan Rice with you for a while he was no 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 no. Don't was he not down. who was he with oh, West Ham oh West Ham oh, sorry the I, Hammers. Always, I always mix up Phil and West Ham I don't know why the Hammers uh, let's hammer this home buddy yeah 60 seconds uh, thousand euro here Tom you could go and visit uh, your beloved team you and could. get yourself a couple of tickets that's what we'd like to let's play in three two one. What animated film uh, features a talking snowman? Frozen. Question number two. What pop, pop sensation is known as the Queen Bee? The answer. Question number three. Uh, what year was the iPhone, the very first one released, 2007 or 2009? 2007. Uh, which dance move, popular popularised by Fortnite, involves swinging your hips in a circular motion? Oh, my God, I know this. You might do it with your mouth uh-huh. as well. With your teeth, with your teeth. With your teeth, not necessarily your mouth, but in your mouth. You do it to your teeth. Come on, you do it to your teeth. You get a little bit of string and you get a bit of bacon and cabbage. Okay, question number five. Which streaming service is home to Stranger Things? Netflix. Stephanie Mayer is the writer and creator of what movie that starred Robert Peterson? Uh, Twilight. Question number seven. Uh, Which fictional character says, I am Groot? Uh, question number eight: Who won the Academy Award for Best Actor in the uh, The Reverence in 2016? Uh, Daniel, Daniel Lewis. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, uh, I don't know what burnt up a bit of time there, buddy, but we only got to question number eight, and uh, you had everything right up until that. Uh, so, Tom, you gave it a really good lash. You did. Um, thousand euro would have to stay here until you come back and get it again. Uh, no, but it, uh, 
But in, in the meantime, we'll get you a 50 euro voucher for Easy Living Interiors. And Tom, have a lovely weekend, fella. Same to you, thank you. All right, my man. Take yeah. care, Tom. Up, up, up yeah. the villa and, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> up the villa? He's probably living in a villa. He, he probably he, is, He didn't yeah. need that grand, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, we do the pop quiz again on Monday morning. Of the pool. That's the sport way. It's free now. Massive rugby weekend, my friend. It certainly is. Massive sporting weekend as well. Don't forget Cork's in the FA yes. Cup semi-final on Sunday. Massive weekend. Yeah, so loads to dig into on the big red bench on That's Saturday. Right. Uh, you will hear the full chat with this legend. Uh, again, one of the greatest Just to put on. So nice. One of the great. You're in love with him, aren't you? I think so. I think you're going to run away with CJ. I do. <laughs> um, one of the greatest ever to put on the Munster jersey and the Ireland jersey. Retired at 30, which is mm. incredible. Uh, very young for someone of his calibre but we, when you look back at the 10 years he put in for us what a shift oh what my god did you hear Just the, the, hear the story about CJ uh, sleeping on the streets at five no. days five days into his arrival <laughs> nice. into Cork so his new monster teammates go we'll bring CJ uh, on the town in Cork and with very little English they went on the Raz you lost all of the lads. You ended up wandering the streets on your own with very little English, not knowing where you were going. You had no phone numbers, no contact for anyone. Where did you end up that night? I literally knew like one or two names. I knew uh, Barry, the guy who dropped me, and, and I think I was buddy, the Mike. You know, so these guys were from Limerick as well. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, a long story short, lost them, couldn't get back. What happened was I got to Dome and he said, Bud, I said, I'm with the Monster team. He turns around and he goes, you can't even speak English. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. I got thrown into a taxi, uh, got into the cab and uh, said to the guy, now this is where the English probably got cut short. Yeah. I was like, I need to go to the blind dogs. <laughs> okay. Your man's like, what? Yeah. This guy, are you drunk or whatever? Anyway, sorry. And uh, he just said, I kept on saying blind dogs. After half an hour, he dropped me at the guide dogs of Ireland. I knew <laughs> that is where I was supposed to be. Walked down, found house. Uh, that was supposed to be in so rattled around to find a key found it there's a good four or five hours later and uh, went for breakfast the next morning uh, yeah that's the uh, first two weeks in, uh, in, in in Cork was special you know 12 pops of Christmas uh, got lost <laughs> the most <laughs> got, important thing yeah, exactly got introduced to Murphy's I mean uh, what a life what a life what a player yeah, big red bench this weekend. You can hear the full chat with CJ Stander and he gives you a rundown of how he thinks Ireland are going to get on against the Scots this weekend. So looking forward to a buddy. The best of luck tonight. Thank you, sir. Massive. You're representing Cork on the sports front uh, with the big red bench and yourself up for uh, two awards tonight. Indeed, and went to see the ridiculous tuxedo jacket I've got. What have you got? It's a ridiculous tuxedo jacket. Is it dumb and dumbarest? Not too far off. Oh, brilliant. Me. Dermot Kennedy and don't forget me, Red FM Breakfast with KC. Good morning. Just don't forget me. Morning, guys. The best way to reheat pizza the next day. Oh, next day pizza is is champion. Apparently, they say it's even nicer the next day. Yeah, well, it's, it's just a little bit more rubbery and there's a bit more flavour on it. But wouldn't you eat it cold if you were eating it the next day? Uh, the best way to reheat it, according to yeah. Phil, the next day is put it into an air fryer at 140 oh. degrees, but put an ice cube next to it for roughly two minutes. And it's, oh. be- it's better than when you got it first. The base goes crispy, <gasps> and then the steam from the ice cube melts the topping oh. without, ge- without getting it dry. Oh, Phil. You I may have you, just made my day. I think you just you gave us the... You know when they say, what is the meaning of life and yeah. happiness? It's that. That's a good hack, isn't it? Unreal. Well done, Phil. Cheers, buddy. I'm going to try that. Uh, 7.17 is the time. Uh, psychic helplines. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> I've rang many of them through the years for, ra- for different radio pranks and whatnot. Uh, I rang one a couple of years ago looking for my dog. My dog went missing with the remote control for the telly. <laughs> And uh, she found him. She found him in a field up the road. Like, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. 
Uh, I'll play it for you some morning. But um, oh. this this particular gentleman, he he rings a psychic helpline. It's one of those live American TV ones. All right, yeah. He's an Irish lad. Right. His tractor's been robbed, <laughs> so he rings the psychic helpline. Hello. Hello. Hi, darling. What's your name? Uh, I'm Tom Kelly. Hello, Tom Kelly. You have worked very hard. There is so much financial prosperity and abundance in this card. Have you been worrying about money? Well, I'll be honest with you, I've been worrying about the tractor. It was taken two weeks ago, stolen from the farm. Oh, my God. Dirty feckers. Jeez. You tell me when you're ready. And stop. Okay, I got you. I feel that this thing is going to be found. It's not that far away. And the person that has taken it is not just one person. It's several people. And they're already in trouble for some other things. Like a gang. I really feel it's going to be found. I want you to keep an optimistic attitude. You've got... I can't. I'm terribly upset. Honey, darling. We are going to say a prayer after the show. I'm going to do a ritual for you. Stay on the line. Stay on the line, Mr. Kelly. Stay on the line. We're going to get... We're, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm you all right. Yeah. Listen. Remember what I told you. Something's going to happen. Don't like give up. I know. It's yours. It's got your name on it, and it's going to be... insured, the company won't even look at me. could only get that tractor back, a lovely big pink tractor, brand new for plowing. And I was going to enter the plowing championships this year. I, in my opinion, feel... That, you, that if you can keep a steady mind and an open heart, there will be a solution to this issue. Hang on, darling. You're very good. We're, Thanks very much. I love you, and I'm going to say a prayer for you I love every you too, and I bring your first spin in me tractor as soon as I get it back. God bless you, dear. Goodbye. Good luck now. You too, darling. Thank you so much for calling in. Got uh, four names in front of me here, okay? Yep. Uh, I've just going to rip up four names here. One, two, three, and four. Okay? Ball them up, Casey. Ball them up, ball them up. And then we're going to... i got to turn around, twist Okay. Okay, and i got to twist my hands behind my back. Yeah, he is doing it with his hands behind his back. Pick one of them. The number I have here is that. Okay? So okay. It's, okay, so could, if, could you line okay, up? Okay, yeah, hang on. Who's on your list that has that number? I will come back to you in a moment, Victoria. I'm telling you, I'll be lost without that lady. Air is investing €4 million, Euro, transforming their high street retail stores across the country. They want to give you a more greener experience. And they've remodeled and revamped their store on Patrick Street here in Cork to provide a more modern, more greener customer experience. Pay them a visit, 78 Patrick Street, and you'll see exactly what they're doing in there. So swing by, give him a shout. Go, hey lads, love what you did with the place. That's it. All right. Uh, so all our qualifiers are playing for a Samsung uh, Samsung Fold 5, the Galaxy Fold 5. Yeah. The best smartphone on the planet at the moment. If you're to read the reviews, this oh, thing is incredible. It's, it's worth it's worth two thousand euro. And uh, Craig, you've won it. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable! Come on, Craigie boy. Oh, <laughs> 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 Nice one, kids. How, how are you? 
Very good now. Yeah, very. I should hope so. Oh. First thing you do now when you get this phone, you yeah. put insurance on it. I don't want you losing oh, it. Oh, no way. Oh, that, you should see my own phone now. It's all broken to pieces and everything, so I needed a new one. Well done. What have you, what have you got? I have an iPhone uh, 13, and it's just, I dropped it, and it's all the screen is gone on okay. it. Yeah. So I really needed a new phone. Yeah, I want you to mind this like a child. This now. isn't a phone, this is a spaceship. Yeah, it's, it really is a weapon. Oh. Yeah, Listen, buddy, it's on its way to you. Craig, thank you well so much. Done, all right. Craig. Unbelievable. Thank Cheers. you. Have well a great done. weekend. Good luck. I'm so sorry to everybody else. Look at yeah. the draw, really. Look at the draw. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for uh, all the uh, all the entries for that during Absolutely, the week. It yeah. was huge. And uh, yeah, check out Air 78 Patrick Street yeah. for the remodel store. Hey, listen, everyone that's taking part in the Radio Awards later on, there's loads of you traveling from different stations across the country. The very best of luck to you. Uh, we couldn't enter this year because of hashtag transfer window. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next year, though. We'll give it a lash. Yeah. So safe journey to Kilkenny. Good luck to Ireland over the weekend. Good luck to Cork City FC. And if you're involved, and good luck to Kelly, who's who's doing a bit of a ballerina dance for me here in the studio. Yay. I don't know what's going on. Come on, Kelly. Uh, we're back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. Neil is next, so don't go anywhere. It's almost nine o'clock with Multitrip.com. You look after making. For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts.